You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. I'm speaking with Jeffrey Ford. He's the author of the Physiognomy Trilogy. His new novel is The Shadow Year. Thank you for joining me, Jeffrey. Oh, yeah, anytime. Jeffrey, your story today was phenomenally good, and I don't think I've heard any other story that to quite address our world today as you did with that story. Yeah, um, it, it definitely has to do with uh, the, this, the state of the situation in uh, the country, and I had wanted to write something about it for a long time, and this is one of the best things that fantasy writing can do for you. You can use you use the metaphor of the fantastic to express feelings that you can't readily, you know, come up with or, or put your finger on. But the the political times now, the financial times, these are situations that you know uh, people are trying to deal with. Uh, you know, the soldiers overseas, people at home, and it just seems overwhelming to me a lot of it, and the sense of people drowning. Uh, you know, the name of the story is the drowned life. And just somebody having gone over or given up, I could see that e- easily happening in today's world, you know. I was so thrilled to hear somebody addressing the, our financial woes in, in a fan, in a, in, with the metaphors of the fantastic. Well, you know, actually this story uh, came out before the whole thing really busted with the mortgages. Rick Bose tells me I'm like Jules Verne and the fact that I, I predicted, you know, I don't think it took too much to predict this, though, you know what I mean? Uh, could you talk about what, as you wrote this story, could you talk a little bit about your process? I'll tell you, it's, this story really came to me in a blast, like, and I, I was really kind of thinking about all the political situation, the war in Iraq, you know, and also I was having some financial problems at that moment myself, which are, have gotten better. But, you know, it's just like really this was one of those things that just came out as a true uh, just blast of expression. Uh, you know, I'm tr- I was trying to catch the uh, the grim nature of existence, uh, you know, in the U.S. today with this stuff going on. I, as a writer of The Fantastic, there are certain expectations, I think, that, that come with with what you write. And you seem to sidestep, avoid, duck, cover, and, and do everything to uh, to escape those uh, expectations. Well, you know, I'm, I'm not doing anything that different than some other writers do. I'm not writing uh, classical tropes or, you know, things in uh, the tradition and so forth. Not that I have anything against those types of stories. Some of them I really like, especially the well-written ones, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, I always want to go my own way, see things my, my own way, and uh, try to express what, what I feel in, in uh, unique um, you know, unique metaphors uh, that use the fantastic. That's, you know, that's what I'm trying for anyway. I think the other way, uh, a lot of times you get the retreads, you know, things that have happened before. But there are a lot of other writers who who do, sim- you know, do similar work. And there are a lot of older writers who have done this, you know, using the fantastic, like Henry James and Kipling. And, you know, it goes, this uh, didn't start yesterday with me. <laughs> you know, this has been, and there's a lot today as well. 
Uh, on my way here, I actually heard a really fascinating discussion uh, by a couple of writers, a, a mother and daughter, who had dis- who had gone through the databases that the government actually keeps of how Americans spend. And it was about what she called the hollowing out of the middle class. And the thesis is, is that a lot of this... Um, uh, the the financial woes we've seen today are ascribed to overspending by the middle class. And, and yet, as they analyzed the data, they found out that on average, the middle class today is spending 22% less than it was spent 30 years ago, the previous generation. Our generation is far thriftier than our parents were, yet we're living in much more reduced circumstances and much more perilous circumstances. Well, I mean, I, I mean that's actually the reality of the situation. I mean, it's far reduced because there's less money out there, and it's much easier to go under, you know what I mean, these days. And I think, uh, I, I think younger people... Um, you know, younger people in my generation, they, they, they're starting to catch on and they're starting to see, see what's looming ahead of them. And they're making plans to deal with that, which is smart. But, you know, the, 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 the message from the government at all times during, you know, the 9-11 thing, go out to the mall. That's the answer to it, you know, for the American public. Uh, now you want to help the, the economy? Spend, spend, go to the mall. That's the only freaking message that we, that we ever get is go to the mall. I mean, you know, that's how you can help the government is just go to the mall. And, you know, uh, the same way that they sold this whole bill of goods of the, uh, you know, of the war in Iraq and something is the same is the same kind of stuff that they use to enchant people into buying a bunch of crap at the store, you know, and that's or, or overspending and feeling they absolutely need something that they can't afford. One of the reasons I think this story is so powerful and your fiction is so powerful is because we are being sold a, a bill of goods that is itself as fantastic as anything you write about. That's right. I can't top those guys. <laughs> <laughs> they're the real, they're the real masters. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, uh, well, the Iraq War. I mean, it was just beautiful, beautiful, beautifully put together, orchestrated, nice plot, good characters. You know what I mean? So yeah, I agree with you. I can't. You know, I couldn't have put it better myself. We've been speaking with Jeffrey Ford. His new novel is The Shadow Year. Thank you for joining me, Jeffrey. Oh, always good to see you, Rick. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.